morning and welcome to First Church. It's a beautiful fall morning and we're glad to have all of you here. Um, I do have a few announcements this morning. Uh, the red rose in, on the altar is in the honor of Don and Carol Height, who will celebrate 58 years of marriage on Tuesday, October 11th. So we wish them a happy anniversary. The white rose is for Scott and Elizabeth Wall's son, Jack, who will be baptized today. And the flower arrangement uh, is uh, from the wedding yesterday of Mike Tupp and Stacy Tinnerman. And we wish congratulations to them as they begin their new life together. And also, uh, Matt Lammers and Mandy Martin were married yesterday at Holy Rosary Church in St. Mary's. Um, there's a barrel in the Heritage Room for Agape's One Warm Coat Drive. Agape distributes these coats free of charge to anyone who is in need, and they are in need of men's, women's, and especially children's coats. These are new or slightly used coats. Um, so uh, go through your closets and see what you can find. Um, the Blood Mobile will be in New Knoxville Legion this Friday, and they have issued an urgent call for donations, so please consider giving if you are able to. Um, there are many more uh, announcements and information in your bulletin. Please take time to go through that on your own. Um, would uh, like to start the service off with reading from the Gospel of John, so if you would all stand and follow through in your bulletin. Reading from chapter 1, verses 1 through 5 and 9 through 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. The gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Now let us join in the song of praise.
We're privileged to have with us today um, a representative from the Gideons, and I'll introduce to you Mr. Dick Wall. Thank you. One morning, I was speaking in a much smaller church than this, and a young man came up to me before the service, and he said, are you the Gideon guy today? And I said, yeah. And he said, I love the Gideons. And then he told me this story. He said he was in jail. He had one child. His girlfriend had two. And he got put in jail. And a Gideon came to that jail and witnessed to him with a little testament. He accepted Christ while he was in jail. Went home. His girlfriend saw the change in him. She wanted to read that little book too, and she accepted Christ also. The Holy Spirit convicted them, and they got married. The day I was there, they had all five of their children in Sunday school. They were both participating in the, in the service. Her mother and father and his mother and father had all accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior because somebody in a church like this donated. So Gideon had a testament to use to witness. Today, if you get a testament like this, we also have a Gideon app for all of those younger than me who are technically advanced. It's a free download. It has the whole Bible, plus it has the helps in the front and the plan of salvation in the back that Mike was so familiar with. You see, that little story just explains what the Gideons are all about. The Gideons have one purpose, and that single purpose is to win souls for the Lord Jesus Christ. And that soul winning is done as the Gideon did in the jail witnessing to Mike or where we place God's Word around the world. In Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11, it says, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me void, but will accomplish what I please, and it will prosper in the thing for which I send it. And that prospering was a family like Mike's. Standing on that promise right now, the Gideons are passing out over a million scriptures every five days in 200 countries and territories around the world in 99 different languages. The rest of the story on Mike is he got a job in a local factory, and because his church was small, the pastor was bivocational, and the pastor was his foreman at work. So not only was Mike one to the Lord, which is the Gideon's job, but then the church and the pastor were able to nurture him in the faith. That's what the Gideons do. We don't replace the church. Think of us as the arm of the church reaching out to bring somebody like Mike in. And because of that, we ask for your support. We ask for your support in several ways. First and foremost, we ask for your prayer support. This is the Lord's work. 
nothing happens without prayer. Second, we ask if you would support us financially as the Lord leads and guides and directs you. And that can be in the offering today. Or it could be using a Gideon card. There's some cards over there. You, the Gideons will give you the card if you'll send some Bibles. It's a gift that blesses three people. It blesses the person who got the card who was remembered, thought of, or memorialized. It blesses the person that sent it. And it really blesses somebody like Mike who got their own copy of God's Word. The other thing you can do, the Gideons need more members. If you're called, we ask that you would join us. But there will be a lot of people that want to support the Gideons that are not called to be Gideons. And we ask you to consider to join Friends of Gideons. And we have a brochure that explains that a little more fully And I would be glad to share that with you after the service. You see, when we get to heaven, there's going to be people from those 200 countries and territories around the world that come up and give you a hug and say, thank you for giving to the Lord because I was a life that was saved. Thank you for being here and sharing about that a very important ministry. And, and for those of you who aren't aware, the, the offering today um, is Gideon Sunday. So our offering this morning will go to support that ministry. And, and there's more information available, as, as he said, as this card. Uh, feel free to drop it. Stop by over there and pick one of those up on the way out if you'd like more information. Uh, at this time, I invite the family of Jack Wall forward uh, for our baptism this morning. I want you guys to stand right over here. He's going to sleep right through this, isn't he? (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) Well, I invite you to hear these words of Jesus, an invitation and a promise offered to us all. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. It's from Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. In obedience to this command, the church baptizes believers and their children. In Acts chapter 2, Peter says, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, so that your sins may be forgiven, and you'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For this promise is for you, for your children, and for all who are far away, everyone whom the Lord God calls to him. And so having heard God's gracious promises to us in Christ, do you desire that Jack be baptized? We do. Wonderful. And so in response to this, I ask you the following questions to, to hear the faith that you profess. As, as we all know, you know, Jack cannot make this commitment himself. And so as his parents, you are making this commitment for him. And, and so we, we desire to hear your profession of faith as well. So do you renounce Satan and all the spiritual forces of evil that rebel against God? Do you renounce all sinful desires that draw you from the love of God? Do you turn to Jesus Christ? 
Do you intend to be Christ's faithful disciples, turning, trusting in His promises, obeying His Word, honoring His church, and showing His love as long as you live? And will you devote yourself to the church's teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to the prayers? Praise God. Thank you for, for sharing that as a testimony to your faith and your commitment to raise Jack in that same faith. Uh, to, at this point, uh, we want to affirm that faith that we hold dear uh, through the Apostles' Creed. Uh, it's printed in your bulletin, and so I invite you to, to recite that together as an affirmation of the faith that we share. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven, is seated at the right hand of the Father, and will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Universal Catholic, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let's pray. We thank you, O God, for our baptism into Christ's death and resurrection. In the beginning, your spirit moved over the waters. In the time of Noah, you destroyed evil in the water of the flood. And by your saving ark, you gave a new beginning. In the night of trouble, you led Israel through the sea. In the water of the Jordan, our Lord was baptized. In the baptism of Christ's death and resurrection, you have set us free from sin and death and opened up the way of eternal life. May Christ, who sank deep into death and was raised the Lord of life, keep us and our little ones in the grip of his hand. May your spirit separate us from sin and mark us with a faith that can stand the light of day and endure the dark of night. To you be all honor and glory, dominion and power, now and forever, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Since you have presented Jack for baptism, we ask you the following questions before God and his people. Do you promise to instruct Jack by word and example with the help of the Christian community in the truth of God's word and the way of salvation through Jesus Christ? Do you promise to pray for him and teach him to pray? Do you promise to nurture him within the body of believers as citizens of Christ's kingdom? Amen. And, the, and uh, Beth and Scott have also asked you uh, as, as the congregation, you know, they're Unfortunately, not living nearby here anymore, uh, but they still have friends and family that are here. And so they ask that you as well make the commitment to pray for Jack and to raise him up in the church. And so, brothers and sisters, as we receive Jack into Christ's church, I charge you to nurture and love him and to assist him to be faithful, Christ's faithful disciples. And I ask you to repeat that promise. With joy and thanksgiving, we now welcome you into Christ's church. For we are all one in Christ. We promise to love, encourage, and support you, and to help you know and follow Christ. Wonderful. And now for the time, the moment that we're all here for. <laughs> Uh-oh. I think we woke up. <laughs> Uh-oh. I knew that would happen. That's all right. You can hold them. That'll be just fine.
So, Jack, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's pray. Gracious God and Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the free gift of salvation that is made available through his death and resurrection. Thank you for the symbol of baptism, which reminds us that you wash away our sins and give us new life if we put our trust in you. We pray for Jack. Bless and strengthen his daily life with the gift of your Holy Spirit. Unfold to him the riches of your love. Deepen his faith. Keep him from the power of evil. Enable him to live a holy and blameless life until your kingdom comes. May he grow to know, love, and serve you with all of his heart, soul, mind, and strength. We also pray for Scott and Beth, that you look with kindness upon them. Let them always rejoice in the gift that you've given them. Grant them the presence of your Holy Spirit, that they may bring up Jack to know you, love you, and serve you and his neighbor. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And as a gift from the church, uh, we have a a Bible, um, of course, a certificate of baptism, and a candle. Uh, We encourage you on the one-year anniversary of this day uh, to light that candle in remembrance of the commitment that you made as a family uh, to Jack to raise him in the faith. Congratulations, and let's welcome them into the church. At this time, if the children would come forward for the children's message, and we'd also like to invite Joel and Tori to come forward and sit on the steps with them. Good morning to all of you. How are you guys this morning? Good. Good. There's so many happy and smiley faces today. We have a very special day today within the church. And it's not only our church that's celebrating this, but it's other churches all around the world. And today is Pastor Appreciation Sunday. For some of my older kids, do you guys know what appreciation means? Yeah, what does it mean? Thanking people. Yeah, that's a great word. So when we are appreciative of somebody of somebody or something, we are thankful for that for that person or that item. We're thankful. And we have two very special people within our church that are pastors and that lead. And they do many things within the church. And we have Pastor Joel and we have Pastor Tori. And Tori works with you guys through children's, through Sunday school, and leading you guys and doing activities with you guys and coming up with lessons. And Pastor Joel helps us with giving sermons and um, going out amongst the, the communities and helping pray for people when they're sick. Or, um, you know, I've seen him actually at youth events, and he's sitting out there right with you guys and playing games and just enjoying everybody. And that's what they're really there for. They're there just to be for us a, a blessing and 
and God's leaders. Okay, so we have something very special to give them. Um, This is a card for you guys um, on behalf of the Sunday School Department thanking you for everything that you guys do for us. And there's many signatures and stickers in there. (laughs) Uh, Pastor Appreciation Sunday, we also um, have a little something from the elders for Tori and for Joel. This is a little... Thank you for what you do for our youth. We do appreciate that. And this is from the staff. And Pastor Joel, this is from the staff. And this is from the elders. Something we hope that you can use in your ministry now and and throughout your lifetime. Thank you very much. Congratulations. We appreciate all your your attitude and your your, um, fitting in. We we, we just really appreciate having you here. So thank thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you, Tori. Waiting for some direction there, I think. Keep the family and friends of a soldier lost, killed in the Nangarhar province of Afghanistan in the last week. Staff Sergeant Adam S. Thomas. 31, from Tacoma Park, Maryland. Before we go to the Lord in prayer together, uh, I would like to take a moment and share a, a praise report, a joy that, uh, that was shared with me this morning. Some of you may have seen or heard the news, but uh, Marsha Wurwell uh, received a great report this week. Um, she went to a checkup and had a PET scan done, and uh, there was no cancer remaining. So praise God for that answered prayer. Um, we're so thankful to hear reports like that. You know, we see week in, week out these names in the bulletin, and, and I know many of you faithfully pray for, for these concerns that are listed here, and, and probably many others as well. And so it's always encouraging and always important for us to hear when those prayers are answered. Um, I believe that God answers all of our prayers um, sometimes it's no, or sometimes it's wait, uh, but many times it's yes. And so this is one of those occasions where that prayer was answered. And so we're, we're very grateful for that, and, and we want to give God glory that he deserves for answered prayer. So let's go to him and, and thank him for that and lift up these other concerns as well. Father, thank you uh, for answered prayer. Lord, we know that you are faithful. Uh, we know that you are a caring and loving father who, who looks after his children And sometimes, Lord, uh, as we pray for things and as we lift up concerns to you, um, Lord, we trust that you know what's best. We trust that your will is what's best for us. And sometimes, Lord, that doesn't line up with what we hope to see or what we expect to see. But, Lord, in this case, it did. And we are so grateful and thankful for that. Thank you for Marsha and her her renewed health and that the cancer is gone. Uh, Thank you, Lord, uh, for that answered prayer and for hearing hearing the many prayers of, of her family and, and the faithful here in this church who are, who are lifting her up. 
And so, Lord, with that in mind, it reminds us and, and reinvigorates us to pray even more uh, for those concerns that are listed here, Lord, knowing that you, you do answer prayer and are faithful in that way. So we, we continue to lift up these names that are here um, with these reports that are listed. Uh, we, Lord, we may not know exactly what's going on. We may not know um, exactly what it is they need at this moment, but you do. And we trust that you will work what's best for them in their lives. Uh, Romans 8.28 says that you work all things together for the good of those who love you have been called according to your purpose. And so we, we entrust that um, in this case, Lord, that you will work for the good um, of these people. And, and lift. And we, so we just lay them at the feet of your cross and pray that your will would be done in each of those situations. Uh, we remember those who lost loved ones recently, um, especially those who, who have given themselves to serve uh, this country and so, uh, Lord, help us to remember and be thankful for those uh, who have given so much uh, for, on our behalf. We pray all these things in the name of Christ who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. I invite those at this time who are helping with the offering to come forward. Uh, just a reminder again that this, uh, this offering that we're receiving this morning will go towards the support of the Gideon ministry that you already heard about today. Um, I invite the choir to lead us in song. i 
may be seated. Our scripture reading today comes from Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, 